You are tuned into another episode of Afro 387, your favorite podcast. Joining me as usual, as always, is my very able co-host, Wavy F Baby, in the virtual building to do justice to yet another episode. Wavy, what's good? Yo, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so uh, we're back for another episode, and um, hope your week went well, by the way. Um, it, it's been stressful, like, very, very stressful, right from Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yo, How about you? Welcome to the adulthood side of life. <laughs> oh, see, so the girl that just joined us last week. On the third floor? Oh, really? No, we've, yeah. we've been adults. Like, once we pass 18, once we start calling some shots for ourselves, <laughs> we've been adults. But, yeah, third floor, yeah. But adulthood, we've been here for a while. <laughs> my point is, my point is, we've been here for a while. You are, you are telling me, and you just joined the th- third floor. That's what I meant. Like, we've been here for a while now. Yeah, Passing. for oh. nine months. <laughs> Well, more than I want. Just okay. like you said. Just like you said, eight, over 18. Yeah, so, I mean. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, On today's episode, we want to discuss something that is trending. People are talking about it. Uh, it happened quite recently, like, I think Friday. So, we want to... Uh, have our take share our thoughts on what happened and this has to do with uh the akosombo dam now um the dam got full like the water in the dam exceeded the usual limit which it's supposed to and as a result the Volta River Authority have ha, they have two choices either open the dam for the excess water to flow out or keep the excess water in, which will also lead to a different kind of catastrophe, the dam exploding and we not having power in the country. So I guess the the better option is to open the dam for the excess water to spill out. Now, in doing so, people, buildings have been displaced because the quantities of water that gushed out from the dam was quite huge and the intensity is had quite an impact also so it led to buildings being swallowed persons properties and all of that so basically the water region is in a bit of chaos right now people who live along the edges of the dam and their environs have been affected and displaced and it's quite saddening it's quite saddening. Maybe I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, honestly, until you you prompted me to check it out, I I didn't know this was happening. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was happening. Lately, I I I would find out about this on Twitter, but I don't really go there. So wait, wait how how long has this been? So it started on Friday. So from Friday okay. till now, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I thought it's been like a week. Or two. Uh, I, I, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Okay, so 
for that and for the benefit of uh, others who might not know, I would then like to read out an article from Joy Online. So, Akosombo Dam's Pillage, Sugakope Bridge at risk of Flooding, and this was published on 13th October 2023, 6.39pm. And it reads there, Sogakope Bridge is at risk of getting flooded as a result of the Akosumbo Dam spillage. Flood waters from the ongoing spillage have climbed up to almost the top of the pillars of the 650-meter-long fixture. The Ghana Navy has also been deployed to clear the weeds impeding the flow of the water beneath the bridge. The notable piece of infrastructure connects Sogakope to Sokoi over the Volta River. Management of the Volta River Authority is asking residents to expect more spillage as engineers at the hydro dam say they cannot tell when the exercise will come to an end. The Volta River Authority commenced the spillage of excess water on September 15th due to rising levels of the Akosombo and Pong hydro dams. While the current inflow to the reservoir is pegged at 400,000 cubic feet of water per second, the authority says it is spilling just about 183,000 cubic, cubic feet of water and they cannot ascertain when the spilling exercise will be over. This was revealed by the deputy chief executive of the VRA in charge of services. Now, when the Deputy Minister of Energy, Herbert Krapa, led a government delegation to assess the level of spillage, meanwhile, thousands of people living along the lower voter basin have been displaced with loss of property running into millions of cities. So far, nine districts have been affected by the spillage. Some of the hardest hit districts include the South Central and not Tongu districts in the Volta region. Thousands are evacuating to safety. Many of them are still counting their losses with others, swim, others swimming their way towards salvaging what they can as the spillage continues. The Volta River Authority says it is alerted the residents along the lower Volta Basin ahead of the move but desperate scenes of unprepared evacuations and distractions indicated that was not enough. Okay. Um, so speaking on Joy FM, a resident of Mepe, Felix Ayiku, lamented the mode of communication with the residents has been nothing to write home about. You will see a press release on social media, which is not very good for the local people because a lot of people don't even have smartphones. The old people don't understand how these things work. He said via Joy SMS on Thursday, October 12th. Social media is not the best way. There are letters flying around, but only we, the young people, see them. We saw it. We tried to understand what they really mean. According to him, about 2,000 households in his community have been inundated by flood water. 
he is saddened, adding, we need adequate education so people can be fully prepared for these kinds of events. It is really sad. I saw old people, aged people struggling to get water to drink. Wow. Yeah, so that is the whole article and um, wave your take. Um, so <clears throat> um, as far as I know, this is not the first time such an activity or exercise uh, has taken place. Uh, I, remember, I quite remember some years ago, or I, th- I don't know, I don't know if I should say every couple of, I don't know whether two, three, four, five years, this thing kind of happens. But I think um, the VRA needs to do a better job of informing the people when this happens. This is this could lead to loss of lives. Like it's already happening, you understand? If not properties, it could lead to massive loss of lives. And they, they can't be playing with things like this, honestly. I'm saying this because um, where I am right now, if there should be a flood that's going to be occurring, like when it starts raining a certain way and they even start to start to um, forecast that the way it's raining and the way things are going, there may be a landslide or there may be like a landslide or there may be a flooding which will occur in some places. They actually go around, even in the rain, sometimes even before it starts raining, like even when it gets into that season, they go around and then make people aware that this is what might happen. And if this happens, you should go here, you should do this, you should do this, you understand? So even that one, they are not even sure that it's going to happen. And the funny thing is, it's like, imagine, like, Debbie, imagine um, Adenta is going to flood, right? Mm-hmm. But they are like, they are speculating Adenta is going to flood, but they are still even making announcements around Legon. And Legon is safe, like, Nothing really may happen in Legon, but they still make the, these announcements in Legon, and then they still make you know that if you have family in Adenta, please check on them and help us save them if anything is going to happen and if something does happen. So even th- in this case, um, this is not something that they have actually caused. You understand? But they still do all they can to go out, announce, and help as many people as possible before, during, and after something like this should happen. But it's very sad that you have a whole company like VR, a whole establishment like VRA have been in their business for how many years now? And then you are letting go of um, water because, of course, if you keep that much water, it will cause a problem. You are letting it go. And then what you decide to do is go and put it on social media. Like, seriously? Even in Accra, even in Accra, not everyone would probably have the time to go on social media. If you watched this um, um, demonstrations that were going on lately, it took like the third day or after the second day that some people got to know that this was happening because the thing started from social media. And a lot of people didn't know what was going on. Even in the capital city, like in the capital city where a lot of people have smartphones and use these things and are connected on social media and whatnot. People didn't even know what was going on. How much more in some of these rural areas you decide to make the announcement on social media? That is like, that is very poor. And we have people that are being paid. If you go and see the amount of budget that has been put even down for some of these things, if they should occur, 
Yes, I mean, maybe there, there's no budget for that, but if there is budget for that, you people are being paid to actually like make sure that some of these things are well handled and you don't you don't see what they are doing at this point uh, people from vra should be coming and saying something to people about what happened and no but all these people get paid at the end of the month you understand so it's very sad very poor planning and i'm not blaming them for releasing the water because yes if they keep that water but then again um there should be proper settlement where these people live and we should try to do something for them in the in the sense that if this should, if this thing should happen, people should be safer than they really are right now. But more importantly, people should be informed when these things will happen. You understand? So that they they, they might be they might be able to um, safeguard some of their properties here and there. So I I feel like VRA really needs to do better. It's just so unfortunate. They really need to do better. Yeah. I mean, like you rightly said, um, they have been opening the dam to allow excess water come out for some time now. This wouldn't be the first time. So putting that in mind and also taking into account that these same VRA would come out and say um, the water levels in the dam is low, is below the belt, the usual threshold and for that reason we have to be on load shedding and stuff like that so i would say like after a while of these um, occurrences is there no better way of curbing this like you allow the water come out then some months or um, a year or so later you come out and say the the water is below level why don't you find a permanent solution a more uh, concrete solution get a reservoir of some sort where these waters can go into and then you release it back when the water level is going down rather than letting it just go waste and also destroying people's lives and their properties i'm sorry to cut you but i won't be surprised even though they are letting go of water people are still having lotion because i was talking to somebody and he told me that just just yesterday he slept he slept with no light. Yeah, but um, the low light, no no light part comes with uh, other factors too. Sometimes it could be a fault in that I, I a, 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 set, mm, a certain mm. locality or maintenance or something. So that may not necessarily be as a result of load shedding. But in the in, in instance where you let excess water go and then later you come back to say the water is below threshold. Why don't you find a permanent solution? Like, why can't we just, as a people, think outside the box? We are more like firefighters. Like, we wait for the issue to arise, and then we do something about it. But whatever we are even doing is never permanent. It's just patching things up here and there, and then rather creating more harm than necessary. All this could be avoided. The people living or settling close to uh, this place, some portions of this place are supposed to be off boundaries. Like people are not supposed to settle here, but chiefs are selling lands to people to build along this place that is not, it's, it's a restricted area, basically. Human beings are not supposed to settle close to such places because of 
things like this. But yet you have people selling lands and who, who is cautioning them, who is checking them. Everybody is benefiting one way or the other. I think last, last year or early this year, the same thing happened in Wager, where the dam was overflowing and they have to open it. And then it led to people losing their, their homes, their properties and stuff like that. Like, can't we just as a people learn? Can't we find permanent solutions to things? Can't we make use of, because this is a resource at the end of the day. Rather than make it cause damage, why can't we use it for something positive? Do we always have to? I don't get it. People say there's something really wrong with a black man. And this is one of the examples. Because a white person would turn this around and use it for their favor and turn it around for good and for positive. I don't get why we cannot think in that direction. this can even be controlled like there are pipes where you can lay for if you see videos of how the water was coming out when a friend showed it to me i was like wow this is beautiful and then he was like but people are losing their lives people are being displaced and you're here saying it's beautiful and i'm i'm like not in that sense but the way the water was coming out looked like a waterfall kind of thing and it was nice can't we turn it to something of that sort? Like we can create Dubai. They didn't have a lot of things. They they are all artificial, and it was created. Why can't we do that? Why can't we think like that? What is wrong with us, Wavy? <clears throat> Rhetorical question or real question? <laughs> well, if you have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I had a couple of things to say before you asked me that question. And then when you asked that question, they all jumped out of my mind because now they put me in deep thinking. Yeah, for real. Like, why can't we do that? For real, for real, for real, for real, for real. And um, one thing I've noticed in these organized countries is we, we think about the next 10 years, okay? The next 10 years, the next 20 years. Okay, this thing, the way we are using it, are you sure the next 10 years is to still be usable for us? Are you sure in the next 20 years will still be, should we be looking elsewhere? Should we, how do we maintain it? How do we keep the excess water? And that's that's what they do, you understand? That's what, and they have people that come together to think and then plan. They, in Ghana, the only time we have like that kind of like putting together a committee is to come and discuss an issue just to make the public feel like we are handling it when really we know where the thing is going you understand but out here we say okay so um what do you think should be done to so so and so and so and so and so and people even come up with their suggestions opinions people in the industry people of all sorts of works come with their suggestions and they probably find the best fit you understand so it's it's sad that we have to wait till and I feel like all this comes down to um all this comes down to bad leadership, period. Bad leadership, corrupt leaders, corrupt governance, you understand? Because like if you look at what is happening right in Ghana right now in the economic situation, it's because the MPP government was running things in a way that they always knew that they like I don't know how to say it, they always knew, oh, 
don't worry we could fix things at the last minute don't worry about it you know like oh we could do things that we want to fix things at the last minute but unfortunately for them COVID happened and even within the COVID, they were still messing up like oh we could fix it later don't worry and it's 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 now in their face that's where we are here you understand it's now in your face so already we are siphoning money through various means we are people are looting the country to certain people's accountant uh, uh, um, whatever because they know they'll be going in opposition soon most likely and even some of them even if their party gets to stay in power like they are saying uh what, what did they what did they say uh, Break the eight. breaking the eight even if their parties not all of them that would still see beyond the age. Some of them would have to, like, some of them would have to be made to sit home. So all these people will do things in such a way that they benefit and they don't think about tomorrow. But you see, that is where projects like this, which is like all these things that we're talking about, the planning, the uh, it's a resource where we can actually put it into another form of use. You see, it comes out to the fact that all these things need monetary planning. But who is even going to sit down and do that planning and do that because the budget and the money that is even supposed to go there, somebody's already siphoning it into something else. You understand? It's already being picked from there, already being put into something else, or being put into some someone's pocket, or being used as a contract for somebody. And the person will do a very small job, but will take a very hefty sum of money. So at the end of the day, when you run government like that, you don't have enough money going into sectors where it would actually benefit projects like this and would do things that would think of the next. 10 years, the next five. See, Ghana, I don't think there's any plan of the country beyond five years. I don't think so. I don't think there's any plan that, like, we want to make sure that by 2030, there's nothing like, there's zero hunger in Ghana. There's zero, uh, there's no community that is, uh, that uh, that should have a bad road. Or You see what happened at, um, <clears throat> You see what's what happening at the, uh, what do you call it, um, the Tamamoto way? Talking about mm-hmm. short-term fixes and only causing problems later. A road that had been created so many years ago by Dr. Kwame Nkrumah with cement, okay? You have these people going to fill these portals that are left on the road that people are complaining, people are demonstrating, people are crying out. They went to fill it with quota. Okay, and cement and quota are two there. They are two different things. You understand? So eventually, there's already, even after they did it overnight, the next day they did it, you can see there's this unleveling thing going on on the road. You understand? So when you are passing on it, your car is kind of like wobbling here and there. Over time, that quota will start to deplete again. And then there will be a bigger portal than it already was because it's also going to affect the cement that is already there. You see the problem, short-term solutions. Immediately they said, so you see, there should be a budget strictly for just Tamamoto Wii every couple of years, maybe every two years, everything. See, if I tell you the roads that I, where I live and you see them reconstructing that road, I'd be like, what is wrong with this road? Hey, if I tell you the road that they are working on and it's every, if, see, it's almost every evening they are at a, at a part of this the town working up like what is wrong with this road in the first place you understand hmm. there's enough budget to take care of some of these things that it doesn't even need to go bad for us to actually fix it you see but where you have governance in such a way that oh 
after we are done, the next part is going to come. We need to like I need to enrich myself. Else, if I go to power and I am broke, they'll call me a fool. They'll call me an idiot for being in power and not having not being able to put enough money away before I went. And it's 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 so sad, you know. It's so sad. <clears throat> it's so sad. See, I, I said this on the last on last two shows we had, like I mean the previous two shows we had. I was saying this that um here's the case. Um I'm actually praying that the MPP is going to lose. Yeah, I'm praying for them to actually lose. But then again, if let's say former president John Mahama is coming, if he comes in office and he comes to play there, MPP already messed things up. So there's not much I can do. That you see, that is bullshit in the highest sense because you already knew they had messed things up and you still said you wanted to run for office. You get what I mean? So for you to also come and tell me, because they came in and said you had messed things up, so there's not much they can do, but they are trying to fix things. And then you came and said, Oh, they messed things beyond control, which I know he's going to say. Instead, instead, if you really know they've done that, start interrogating them, start 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 letting us imprison those who actually like went beyond certain budgets and stole from the country, basically. You understand? People that stole from the country, let us imprison them. When we imprison them and then we see that, then we know that you're also trying to do it. There's some accountability, you understand? But if party in, party out, blame game, blame game, no accountability, the next government is never going to do anything. Because if and, and, uh, if John Mahama's party should come and then they put these people in, 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 in where they belong to as criminals as some of them are, and then you have like, you have the other party also coming in power and being like, oh, that's what you did to us. We're also going to make sure we also scrutinize every single contract you did to make sure that if there was one penny that went in the wrong way, we are going to arrest you. At that point, then you start to realize that there's this there's this accountability and then we can move forward. When that there's that accountability, there's less money to be siphoned into anyone's pocket. And then we can have extra money. You'll be like, oh, last year, or oh, let me say, last four years by now, we wouldn't have any money in the coffers. But now we have enough money in the coffers because anybody's scared to touch it because you know you would answer for it in the next four years. Though we are very, very short-term, we are very, very short. Some of it, some some people are very short-sighted. They'll be like, yo, if I take this and in the next four years, I should be in prison. It's, it won't even be worth it. You understand? So you know what? Let me just stay in my place and then do my work. And then if I can't do their work, let me just step out of office. But if you are going to continue like this, the blame game, Mahama comes in, oh, they've done everything and then they've messed things up, so I can't do anything. What do you mean you can't do anything? You knew what the problem was. It's like, 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 you get what I'm trying to say. It's like, Debbie, mm. you say you want to be the class president. And we give you the power and you say that, yeah, the class is even not really united. So you don't even see how your work is going to be possible. Like, what are you talking about? Do you hear what I'm saying? You campaigned. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You understand? So, like, yeah, the previous party has also come and done. I don't even think there's anybody from the previous administration that has been put into uh, prison because they actually like has been in prison because they actually is there anybody like that? No. So you see, it's all talk. Oh, it's all talk. Bl- blame game, politics, and talk. When they also come in power, they be like, "Oh, okay, y'all did. Oh, okay, okay, 
we shall see we, we we are going to show you that we can actually do it better see see watch 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 and then we too we do it because at the end of the day yo yeah so yeah before we even come and look at what is happening at these rural areas we have to go to the top and look at what is happening there when we bring it down there wouldn't even be enough money for that structuring and people not being allowed to settle in certain places because those places are going to be safeguarded in such a way that and there's going to be that planning oh every couple of years if we do this this is how we are going to do it and this is what we are going to do and this is what we are going to do with the excess water now there's not that planning because you are already being underpaid and you're also trying to even trying to even break the system in your office to actually get more money to yourself you understand trying to get more money pocket more money in yourself I heard this thing recently. <clears throat> if you get to the if you get to uh, Ghana airport right now, see, I heard right from you landing all the way to you claiming your baggage, almost everybody is begging you for money. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? These are people that every month they are paid. You see, and if you know some of these people, and you speak to them, they tell you, "Share, Charlie, a month in the best one, na me pay the crime and family son can me pay no." Mm. it's sad it's sad all these people are working on but they are looking for ways to actually make extra money it's so sad so <laughs> see, I, could keep, I could keep going on and on and on and on I could keep going on and on and on and on and on so Charlie it's sad yo it's sad and every what every two three months we have to come back and complain about something that has to come back to governance you understand mm -hmm. i mean um you talked about um the we not having a plan and i think not everybody is a genius enough to come out with plans and um, concrete measures to achieving them yes before uh, a presidential candidate stands for election they come up with manifestos and say all sorts of things but we have come to realize that all that are fiction because they are just trying to come out with um, ideas that will get them the seats and when they get the seats they throw all that into their garbage but one thing is for sure in chroma had a plan so even if you 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 are not genius enough to come up with your own. We could still go back to that. They are in the archives and he has started. What he has started, we are not maintaining. We are not adding. We are destroying. We are mismanaging. Why is it that we still have only this very dumb to depend on? We don't have a backup. We dumb is, is really nothing compared to the Akotombo dam. Like everything well, the in Buidam, they also let water go from the Buidam too. Yes. Why Why can't we... I... This is it's really strange though. Like it beats my imagination to be honest. It beats my... Why... What is it? What is it? <laughs> is it a curse? Is it... What is it? Why? Why? Like, oh, I don't even know how to put my thoughts into words. Like, 
how hard is this really like okay you then why do you even want to be president why do you want to be a leader for embezzling for enriching yourself but you see you were talking about manifesto if you've noticed most of their manifesto lies within that lies within that four years enough to get them re-elected if you've noticed yeah and they use the first four years to say okay we are fixing what the previous people did and then the next four years is when they will start their work proper but you see if there's accountability if there's accountability you don't have to use your first four years to fix anybody's issue because everybody's scared yeah everybody's scared too if there's accountability but charlie we have we have i know i know this uh, I know these two political people. They, they, they. Uh, sorry, they are from the same family. One is in Party A and one is in Party B. You know, just imagine, just imagine anything that goes on in Party A. If Party B is in power and they want to imprison Party A, and then Party Party uh, B's Party B comes to talk to Party A, that's his relative. That oh. Talk to them, talk to them, tell them that oh, it's not like that, it's not like that. <laughs> you have some of these people are family, they are friends. After whatever campaigning and seeing all sorts of things, and some of them even go as much as to insult themselves, they go and sit down somewhere. And at the end of the day, we are, you, you see what is happening with Ajwasafu. All of a sudden, Ajwasafu is a different person right now. Ajwasafu is a different person. Not the one that was on TikTok dancing and singing in the US and wasn't bothered about her people. Now, all of a sudden, she's she's back to. <sighs> At this point, I I I hope she doesn't win. Neither does her baby daddy or whatever. Because at this point, if her baby daddy even wins, what's going to happen? He's going to put her into. To, to, to a bigger office. <laughs> As it says, the economy is already hard, okay? People have managed to acquire some property, some belongings, and then they have to lose it to something that is very preventable. And how much is the government going to give you? How much relief, how much support is going to come from the government? The government itself is struggling. Like, why can't we just reason up? Just why can't we do the, the needful? They are going to borrow money and give to these people. And then they, those people are getting nothing, but they actually would have to pay times times 10 of what they actually got because it's actually from a loan. The same COVID happened in some countries, and they, they are some of them are some of them are not doing so good. Honestly, Japan, when this COVID thing, uh, stri- uh stroke, should I say stroke or strike? Stroke. <laughs> Which is stroke, stroke? Okay, stroke. It it actually it actually took yeah, like it actually took. Uh, see, if it was Ghana, we we would be we would be, we would be the country would be broken by now because Japan's. One of Japan's main exports is um, tourism. Okay, that's where they get most of their money. People people love to come to Japan every single year. 
So when this whole COVID thing happened and then they closed their borders for two years, for two years plus, they didn't really want to allow visitors to come in. It's really affected their uh, currency against the dollar. Here to there's corruption. To be real with you, like let's let's knock it ourselves. Here to there's corruption, but you can't steal so much that like they come to your house and find stacks of money in the house and then you still get to get away with it. It, it, it won't happen. You understand? Yeah, there will be corruption. There will be a e here and there. You know, at the end of the day, there are politicians everywhere. There are politicians, but. There, there isn't that much that people get to get away with it because there's always going to be that accountability because most likely you are working, most likely, especially that kind of corruption where you are working as a one man in a certain part of the, 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 the in a certain part of governance office where you are working alone and you are pilfering and, yo, <laughs> you're true. You understand? Yo, they'll rat you out simple. They'll smoke you out. You understand? So, um, I don't know why this thing has become such a good excuse for the government to use. Like, oh, the COVID and the COVID, there are so many countries that have been through this. But still, over here, like I was saying, the prices of things haven't even changed that much. You understand? Prices of things haven't even changed so much for you to complain. That. And they still even give money. The government still gives money to people that, oh, we know because of the economic hardships and the way prices of things have changed, take this amount of money. Take this amount of money and sometimes you'll be there equivalent five thousand ghana cities they send it to you equivalent ten thousand ghana cities they just give it to you you understand so how where we are from all these resources that we have and then we still act like we still act like we are the only people that were hit by this tells you say there wasn't planning there was that pilfering, stealing, and whatnot. And at the end of the day, we felt like, oh, at the end of the day, we'll fix it in the last minute. And boom, here we are. Here we are. It's unfixable because now the president is saying we are looking forward to um, the next candidate that's going to lead the new patriotic party. That is what we should focus on. Are you serious? Are you serious? Oh. Maybe, yeah. I could go on and on and on. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. And, on. and it's unfortunate. Most of these people have traveled all over the country. Every year they get to go on, on, on. They, they go for breaks. Their families don't live in the country. They go there. And I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not pleased that your family doesn't live in the country. But when you go there and you come back, don't you get some ideas? Don't you get some inspiration? Don't you like the way things are? And don't you want to see your people actually enjoy like that? Like, we don't deserve that. Is that what you mean? Is that what you are saying? Charlie? Yeah. Again, it's uh, one of such episodes where we can talk and talk and talk and what's the point, really? So, I think... We've we've said our piece and <laughs> that's all we can do for now. There isn't much we can do or change. We can only say and state. Oh, for, for we can actually change change some for the people that listen to us. I mean, the young people like us. We gotta be different. We can't continue like this. We can't continue like this. See, good name is better than riches. Good name is way better than riches. We can't continue like this.
So we are trying to change something. Our voices here would be heard by some, and I hope so. I hope people that listen to us actually like make a difference. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. Mm, yeah. So yeah, um, that's for today's episode. Sorry, we don't sound so cheerful, but there really isn't much to be cheerful about right now, and the discussion we had. So, yeah. Just we need to reorient our mindsets as uh, individuals and do better wherever we find ourselves. Hopefully, we create a ripple effect that uh, sends or spreads the wind of transformation around for people to equally change and share our ideologies. But until then, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe any last words. Sorry, we got we have to do better, man. We 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 have to do better. Good name is better than riches, you know. Kwame Nkrumah so many years ago, how many sixty something years ago, and we still say his name to this day. Every time we talk about the um Tamamoto Way. And what is happening on it? We still mention his name. We still this Akosumbo Dam. We still come back to his name. So many things in Ghana. We still come back to his name. Why? You understand? It's because good name is better than riches. You understand? If you 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 come and you you acquire all this wealth for your family and give them all the luxury and whatnot, and you steal all this money and you go out of power, your name wouldn't last that much. But I mean, if that makes you happy, then that's fine. But why do you want to be a president? You know? And forget about this president. There's going to be another one, another one, another one. Another. We can't continue like this. You understand? Right now, um, somebody was saying that what is happening has set the country back for a couple of years. I don't want to mention a number of years because it sounded so scary. I was like, wait, what? What is happening in Ghana has set the country for... I don't want to, I don't want to mention a number of years, but that's set the country back for a couple of years. And if the next person is also coming to play that blame game, no accountability, you can imagine where we are going. The next crop of people that come in should should have a different mindset and should do things in a different way. You understand? So if it's going to continue like this, boy. Yeah. It's a wrap, guys. <laughs> it's a wrap. Okay. You don't have last word. No, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I really yeah i don't so yeah that's about it for today's episode of afro 387 the podcast if you do listen to us on apple Podcasts, do not forget to leave a rate and a review let us know what you think let us know what we can do to change things around turn things around make ghana great again what can we do to let the black star shine again let us know your thoughts share comment, like, all of that. And until next week, people, stay safe, be good, we love you. Alright? We love you loads. Thanks for all the support. Wavy, do have a great week. Yep. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Catch you later. Alright.